I'm back. Um, I'm back and better than ever. I had a lot of time to look inside myself, find myself, if you will. Um, corona is still around, but it seems as though people are choosing for it not to be there for I'm, I'm as well doing that. And I have been going to Chili's a lot this summer. Um, I spent a lot of time at the Chili's bar and I actually, I was offered a job there because of the amount that I was frequenting the establishment. Um, yeah, I, I ate a lot of cheesecake. I'm glad that you can't see me. I might start filming these if I end up like, I don't know. I don't know. Joe Rogan films his podcast and it seems to do really well. I mean, he had a magician on there and he stuck an ice pick in his arm. And the only way that you can really see him do that is if you watch the podcast being made. So if I start having magicians on my podcast, then I'll probably start filming it. But right now, I don't think that would be a good idea simply because I look obscene. Um, I don't think I've gained weight because of the cheesecake and the amount that I was going to Chili's, but I don't want to, like, I don't want anybody to, to, like, wonder or, like, like, see it and be like, oh, like, I'm searching for the additional weight in this video. Like, let's compare and contrast Old Cali versus Chili's Cali. Um, I'm sitting in my bed right now, which is super fun. I'm watching a police car drive by my apartment complex. Um, I wonder if he can see in here. I wonder if he knows the magic that is happening in this room. Like, he is just living his life the way he always does. And little does he know, feet away, magic is happening. He doesn't know. Um, I'm glad that I'm doing this again. I think the reason why I stopped is because I was like, hey, no one wants to listen to this. And that's probably still true, but I just got the random motivation to be like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do this anyway. Um, because I... I don't remember if I bought a membership for, like, uh, any of the software that I was using, but... You know, if I did that, that's that's expired. Um, I also, I want to um, point out the new tune that I put in the front. I don't know if I like it. I just kind of randomly picked one that was like, oh, that's kind of wacky. That's kind of kook. That's going to give the audience a little kooky um, intro into what's about to happen. But, I mean, the old song that I used to have, it was just very poor quality, and that is because I did it um, on my own time in high school. I, I recorded myself playing the recorder on my computer, and then I put a drum beat over it, and then I think I also brought in my harmonica. So, the three really worked together to make um, an exquisite piece of harmony that I've been using on my podcast, but I, I don't know. I'm testing out different sounds. It might be a different sound every episode, which, you know, if you're, if you're a creature of habit, this might not be the podcast for you. This might not be the potty for you. Okay. But if you're into an adventure, a roller coaster, if you will, 
Who knows? I might even throw up while recording. I might start vomiting. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but anyway, yeah, I have a different song now. I thought that would be a, a nice change of pace. <clears throat> um, I'm also not going to edit it because um, I need you guys to see the raw me. Because I I also just, I, I don't, I don't want to spend time doing that. Um, I don't think that I'm good at editing it and I don't want to cut anything out that really could possibly get me like a secret agent job, you know? Like I want, I want my future employers to know every little thing about me. And so if I cut out certain things and I'm like, oh, they won't like that. Oh, they're not going to like that about me. Like that could be cutting away my potential, um, for my future career. Who knows? Who knows? Um, let me clear my throat. Ugh! Okay, so tomorrow I'm getting a tattoo, and I'm really excited about it, but I'm also scared because I only have one tattoo, and I got it, I was like very sober when I got it. I think I was, I think I was 19, so it wasn't very long ago when I got it. I'm 21 now. I'm making my, um, money moves, if you will, um, I feel like I have a sound um, decision maker up in my dome piece that is allowing me to be like, okay, yeah, I want this image on my arm for the rest of my life. Um, growing up, I was taught that tattoos were like just kind of tacky. I was never told that, well, maybe I was told that I would go to hell if I had a tattoo, um, but that has kind of shifted with the times. I think my parents and my grandparents are both like, you know what? We still love you. We know your heart is pure and full of gold and God's laying all of his hands all over you and rubbing them all over you. So I just, I know that God's hands are rubbing me. So I'm going to be fine if I have a drawing inside my skin. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to get a bench. Um, I'm getting a park bench and it's going to be like right above my elbow. And, um, I'm getting this because in Bulgaria, <laughs> um, you guys know, if you haven't listened to, I'm going to advertise this episode as the first episode of season two, air quotes, but that seems really lame, but I think it's just a good way to, like, separate the time because there has been a lot of time in between the last episode. So, my previous episodes, if you want to go back and listen, I don't care if you do or not, but if you want... They're basically, most of them take place in Bulgaria when I was studying there, um, and they have random people that I, like, knew and talked to or whatever. Um, but when I was there for, like, the very short amount of time that I was, um, before corona, they had these benches that were, like, park benches that had all of these, uh, uh, paint patterns painted all over them. And, like, you'd walk through the the city park and there'd be all of these different colorful benches all down the the sidewalk that you walk down and run down and bike down and so I would go down that pathway a lot just to get you know some fresh air during in between classes whatever sometimes me and my friends would sit our asses on the bench and just enjoy time um and so that just like I'm a very visual person and I realize that some people aren't and some people are like, hey, Callie, that's really lame that you're getting a tattoo that, like, 
makes you think about a time in your life that you're probably not going to care about in 20 years. Well, fuck you, okay? Because that's just... I'm sorry for saying that. I really am. Actually, I really... Everybody has their opinions, okay? Mine is just that I think if I'm going to get a tattoo, I want it to mean something to me. And this bench, as silly as it might sound, I'm fine if you laugh at it because it is a bench. Most people would be like, why do you want a bench on your skin? Why not like a flower or something pretty? Why would you want something that you put your ass on and a lot of birds shit on on your body? Well, this is a pretty bench, okay? It's got a lot of vibrant colors. It's like the 80s pattern, squealy lined, that kind of colorful bench. Um, You'll just see. You'll just see. Anyway, I don't have to explain myself to you after I spent like, what, five minutes explaining myself to you. I don't have to. Um, that's what I'm getting tomorrow. I'm kind of scared. I picked, a lot of people that I know that have tattoos are, like, really into, um, like, picking the artist really meticulously. Like, they'll, they'll do a lot of research. They'll ask a lot of people. They'll read a lot of reviews. They'll talk to the artist and be like, is this your style? Um, and then they're, like, really open to paying a lot of money for it, which makes sense because going to be on you forever. It's an important thing you're doing. Um, but I, on the other hand, don't have patience like a lot of people. Um, or just, I, I'm just like bad at thinking a lot of the time when I'm like anxious to get something done. So I went on the computer and I googled, it was like 10.30 a.m. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was like 10.30 a.m. And I was like, I want a tattoo place to talk to me right now. Now, tattoo places don't normally open until like noon. And I think definitely that's true during Corona times. But like, I think that's always true. I'm not sure. But anyway, I found the only one in Asheville, North Carolina that was open at 11. At 11. That was the earliest one that was open and I was like okay well that's the one that I'm doing because it's the one that I can talk to first that's literally how I picked who's gonna draw on my body okay and I think I think I picked a good one like I literally asked him I was like what's your name he's like Billy I was like right on and he was like yeah I'm Billy and then I was like all right Billy well like can you do color tattoos he was like yeah what the fuck kind of question is that I was like oh my god all right, can you please calm down? Like, um, I guess that was a stupid question, but you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. I don't know much about tattoos. Artists are temperamental. Okay. You got to ask the right questions. I've been Googling what kind of questions to ask Billy not to hurt his feelings. You know, because if you're like, Hey, can you do that a little bit better? Like maybe don't ask that to an artist. Um, cause they'll get really mad and then they'll mess up your tattoo on purpose. Um, yeah, I just uh, talked to Billy for a little bit. I was like, how much is the deposit? When should I bring it? Or how should I send it to you? And he was like, you know what? Just just come. Like, I don't care. I was like, oh, sick. And then I asked, like, what the price would be. And he just, like, gave me, like, the most broad gauge of prices. He was like, maybe, like, 50 to, like, 150 That'd probably be what your tattoo would be. And I was like, okay, sweet. So I got some really specific answers from Billy. 
Um, I feel really confident um, that he's going to do an immaculate job and that he cares a lot about me as a human. Um, and I asked him a lot of times, I was like, should I send in my reference photos for you? Like, do you want to know the, the background behind my idea? And he was like, if you want, like, I don't, and I was like, okay, sweet. I do want. So I emailed him, um, at his email, um, which I think was just like Billy at Gmail or something. If you guys want to email him, um, he didn't respond. Uh, it's been like two weeks. He hasn't responded. So, uh, and the tattoo thing is tomorrow. So I don't know if he got the email, if he looked at it. Um, but I'm excited. Like, I think that this is going to be really good. Like, um, I think that, yeah, I'm very confident in his ability and, and skill level. So, So this summer was probably the most interesting and the least interesting summer I've had in a while. Um, and that's a combination that is really extreme because it's true. I had, okay, so after Corona hit, I was like, okay, well, I have to do something this summer to make money and to like occupy my time because I'm sad emo because I was having an exciting time. I was meeting street dogs. I was meeting Euros. I was like looking at these good buildings. And then I was swept away. I was whisked away back to Johnson's asshole. And sitting here was just had me thinking like about all the things I could have been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's stop pitying ourselves, folks. It's about damn time that we stand up and we take responsibility for what's in front of us and responsibility for our futures, okay? I'm trying to inspire you right now, but in the real, I'm actually not thinking about anything I'm saying because I can see a FedEx man outside and he might have my package. So we're going to see if he comes towards me. But anyway, I'm going to keep talking. So basically... Oh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. Keep responsibility for your futures. Um, I tried to get a normal job this summer because I previously had been a summer camp counselor um, every summer. And then during the school year, I was, like, working for the outdoor adventure program where we, like, basically were camp counselors without living in the cabins. Like, we ran the climbing wall, which is a job you do at camp. We ran trips, which is, like very camp-like. You, you go camping, so it's in the name. Um, we ran the, 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 the challenge course, like the outdoor aerial adventure course, um, which is like a ropes course thing. He's going the opposite direction, and his outfit's fucking ugly. All right. Honestly, UPS over FedEx any day. Let me take a poll really quick. Go to, um, my Instagram, it's Dally Cowed and say, just respond to any one of my pictures. Doesn't matter. You can DM me, whatever. I feel like I'm definitely not going to get any responses, but if you do end up doing this, just say FedEx or UPS because I really need to know like what the general public thinks. Um, what the, I don't remember what I keep, I keep, I think I need to remember what I was saying. <sighs> Aerial adventure course, ropes course. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Ropes course. 
Um, I worked that. So those were like campy jobs. But this summer I was like, you know what? I'm going to work a retail job. And before that, I briefly worked at a donut shop that that was a nightmare. I'm not going to go too much in depth with that, but in depth, in depth with that because they were monstrous to me. They were so mean, yeah, so mean. I got paid like just above minimum wage and I was working um, really, really early in the morning, which is torture, tragic, tragedy times for me because I... Let me just give you a perspective. It's 11.39 and I'm pretty sure I woke up like a, like less than an hour ago. That's a little bit of a gauge. Um, I don't wake up early. Like I might condition myself to and I had to for this job. Like I ended up waking up like 5 a.m., 4.30 a.m. Um, to go to the donut shop and make donuts. I guess I was just icing them. And they were making them. So not even, like, really... I wasn't, like, pounding the dough and, like, doing all the that stuff. But I was just doing every other little odd job task that they had, which was, like, on paper, fine. But the way that they ran the business was, like, I had to do everything they didn't want to do. And they would yell at me about it. And so early in the morning, too. Just a lot of bad things about that job. I felt really underappreciated. Um... Yeah, okay. Get back in your truck. Go get my package and then and and come this okay, he's Fuck FedEx. My window is closed. I I need to close my curtain. Can you hear that? I was moving my Okay. Maybe I should edit this. I don't know. Um what the Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Normal job, normal job. I need to, like, look at a, one thing. Like, I can't look out the window. I can't look at my computer right now. Can't look at my phone. I don't even know where my phone is. I have LED lights in my room. Kirsten got me, like, she had these extra LED strips, and I have a remote for it, and they have all different colors. And when it's dark in here, it is a, honestly, a whole vibe. It's teal in here right now. Um, normal job. I worked at Pier 1 Imports this summer. Um, oh my god, I met someone there. He's probably listening to this and he's probably been waiting for him to be mentioned. Um, because he's pretty, um, he just wants to be featured. Um, I met someone there. I mean, I'm gonna be really anonymous and not say his name. I'm gonna call him Julian. That's not his real name. Um, that is what I call his little guy. Uh, um, I should definitely edit this. His, his little guy. That's so offensive. I mean, he's littler than, than him as a whole body, but I wouldn't call it little. Anyway, Pier 1 Imports. I worked there. Um, I went there and I was gonna just work, like, as an associate or whatever, and then they were like, hey, nobody works here anymore. All our managers quit. Do you want to be a manager, even though you're a little girl and have no retail experience? As long as you are able to talk to people and be here all the time, you can do it. And I was like, yes. Um, I actually 
yeah, so I was kind of a manager. I mean, on paper, I was a manager. Sometimes I would have to do manager-like things. Like, I closed the registers and stuff like that. That was just like, okay, they just needed an extra pawn to do this. So, they had to promote me. Um, I did get extra pay. That was pretty sick, sweet. Um, so much better than than what I was doing before, um, which was donutting it up, nutting it up here in Johnson City. Um, so I had moved over to Nashville with my family for the summer. So that's where I've been. I'm really glad that I'm telling you all this because you definitely, definitely were interested. Um, but that's what I've been up to. So, um, yeah, Pier 1 Imports was a really interesting time. I witnessed a lot of white women purchasing plates, napkins, and placemats. I would get calls on the telly um, asking about our Easter Bunny plates. Um, and I'd say, yeah, we have some in stock. And then I'd tell them what it looked like. And they'd say, no, 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 the other Easter Bunny plates. And then they'd give me the item number, which was 4121006. And I was like, Karen, Karen, Karen. How, how poorly is your life going that you had the urge? No, no, no. You needed, you had to call Pier 1 Imports to ask about this very, very specific bunny rabbit plate. And you needed eight of them, you say? Okay. All right. That's a specific need that you have um, in your own life. Um, and I just, I, I think this summer really taught me how how I don't want to be when I'm middle-aged. Middle-aged to, like, elderly. Because I encountered a lot of middle-aged to elderly women this summer. And most all of them, I would say, I would very dislike to to resemble in any capacity. They were all pretty much awful. Um, there were a lot of people that I felt in my gut like they were racist, but nothing was ever, like, said. Um, yeah, so I had a really intriguing, um, time with them, but it's done now. The business is actually um, going out. I don't know if you guys follow Pier 1 Imports, like their activity or whatever, but they're going out of business. Um, I got the question a lot. Why are you guys going out of business? Which my favorite thing was that they lumped me in with like, like I felt so one with Pier 1 because the women would say, why are you guys going out of business? When I was clearly just a pawn I was probably, even though I was, like, a manager, I was probably the lowest of the low in Pier 1. Like, I don't, over time, I started to learn, like, the ins and outs, the secrets, if you will, that good, good tea, if you will, about the pier, but I still was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck that they're going out of business. In fact, I got a job because they are. Um, so I really don't care. Uh, I would get asked, like, what's your next move after the closing? And I'd be like, probably just, like, unemployment. Um, I'm in college. Like, I would love to be paid to do nothing. Essentially, I'm really doing nothing even though I am in college. Like, 
I my my classes are all online. I had a class earlier that I logged in for the very end of. I'm still going to get attendance points because they asked for the attendance quiz and literally the attendance quiz is just like answering about your own life. So like there's really no education happening for me right now and I'm about to graduate. So um, I'm kind of living the best life I could live, the most selfish life that I could live. And once this all ends, I feel like I'm going to have to start thinking like, okay, so what's about that married life? Like, what's about that kid life? Like, should I be having kids? Absolutely not. I'm not going to be pushing one of those motherfuckers out my badge. Like, that sounds awful. That sounds absolutely terrible. Okay. How do they fit their big old dome pieces out the hole? Like, I mean, I know it expands. Scientifically, they've all said, oh, it'll expand. Will it, though? What if it doesn't? I know it just expands because it tears, Brenda. That hurts. That's painful. I'm somebody who gets nervous to go get a piercing or a shot. You expect me to to just go up in a hospital and be excited and ready and pleased for God's hands to rub all over me while I'm shoving a kid out my hole while it's tearing? I'm just going to let that sit with you guys because that happens every day. It's happening right now somewhere. Someone's hole is being teared. Torn. Te- someone's hole. Okay most likely a woman's. Um, My friend and I were talking about trannies having babies yesterday, and I've been thinking about it a lot. Like, why? Okay, I shouldn't have started with why. Like, I do see why. They have the urge to be a tranny, and then they're like, I also have the urge to be a baby. Hell yeah. Not be a baby. Fuck. Not be a baby. Have a baby. They want to be tranny. They want to have baby. Be tranny, have baby. That's their plan. Okay? That needs to be on a shirt. But anyways, someone do that. Custom ink it. I think trannies should be able to have babies. And if I were president, they would be able to have babies. Um, I also was thinking about lesbian women and how, like, because, because, so I have a friend that's a lesbian and I have another friend that's a lesbian and they're dating so technically I have a lesbian couple friend yes but I knew them separately before they started dating so basically I'm I have a savior complex and I like to think that I made their lives complete I completed their lives um because they're talking they, they like they like really love each other so like I really really um was that piece in their lives, that puzzle piece that, that, um, that molded who they are. So where was I going with this? Oh yeah, I have a lesbian couple friend and they, I was like, so if you guys ever had a kid, like how, like how, like who, which one of you would, um, she didn't like to, she didn't want to answer that. So I was just like, well, maybe if you don't want to answer that, if you're being difficult, then maybe just like both of you have it at the same time. Both of you have kid. Uh, I would be happy to ask around. I have a brother. I'm seeing someone right now. Like I could ask anybody. I could ask any any man that I know to um 
provide that sperm inside each of you. Um, probably not my brother. Probably not my brother. If Will, Will if you're watching this, I, I wasn't like offering up you to bang my lesbian couple friend. I was just saying like, I have the ability to ask a lot of men if they wanted to um, intercede in that process um, and give them sperm inside themselves for that um, creation of life that they're looking for in the future. I don't know if they're looking for it really necessarily now. I'm not trying to alarm anyone. We're all young. Am I too close to the mic? I'm sorry. Um... But, like, lesbian women, if they're dating and then they're, like, married or whatever and they're trying to have kids, like, it makes so much sense for them both to be pregnant at the same time. It's also, like, nightmarish almost to think about. Like, I would have a dream that turned into a nightmare where lesbian women are pregnant at the same time and they're just screaming at each other because they can't, like... Like, I don't know if being pregnant means that you don't want to fuck, but, like, I feel like it would, especially for two women. Like, they just wouldn't be in the mood. They'd just be like, I'm so hormonal that it hurts, but I don't want to bang anymore. I just want to watch porn and sit and cry. Like, it won't even arouse, the porn won't even arouse me at this point. It's just going to be a source of, um, contentment. It's a place where I am comfortable, um as a lesbian woman. That's, I feel like, what, what would happen if they were, if a pregnant woman were watching porn with their lesbian lover, um, while she's also pregnant. I don't know. I want that to sit with you as well. I want you guys to think a lot about gay couples. This doesn't even have to be just women. I just know that women are naturally more hormonal because we bleed. Um, and, there are a lot of other reasons, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. But gay guys, like, <clears throat> if you guys want to try to get pregnant, I mean, I remember on iCarly, Spencer Shea was, uh, was pregnant once, I think. Or maybe they made, like, a really insensitive joke about it. But at the time, it wasn't insensitive, but now it's, like, it is. That's another thing I've been trying to wrap my brain around during these couple months where I've had way too much time to think is like, why is everything so sensitive? Like, I should be able to say whatever I want and get away with it. That's a world, that's a perfect world for me. I've been listening to this podcast called Utopia to Me with Chris Locke. Um, this is a shameless plug for him because I feel like he doesn't get enough traction. He has some good shit. He has some good comedians. I know that not many people listen to me. Far less people listen to me than him, but I know that he should be more famous than he is. So if you're looking for a new podcast, listen to him because he had Nathan Fielder on, who is my favorite comedian. Um, and he's really funny and he asks his guests what they're ideal world would be like their utopia would be like um and mine would be that I could say whatever I want and no one would get mad however I do feel like that that would kind of get old like I do like making people mad and I don't want this to come across like I'm an asshole which I sometimes am but like I do care about I have empathy okay I care about other people I care about the deeper issues that are going on um I want you all to know, this is something a racist would say, but I'm not racist. Um, do with that what you will. I just wanted to say it. Like, I feel like that was kind of in the back of your mind when I was saying that. I just wanted to clear it up. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know. I think that that would be it. And then I also, I haven't tried psychedelic drugs yet. Um, I don't know why, but I just haven't. And the reason is, okay, so I guess I do know why. The reason is I'm scared. Okay, I was afraid to say it at first. I was afraid you'd laugh. I was afraid you'd be like, loser, ha, you're stupid. Um, I know I don't have to do them. No one's forcing me to do them. No one's asking me all the time, like, why aren't you doing it? It's literally just my own conscious, like, Callie, 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 I know you're going to enjoy it. I know you're going to have fun. Why aren't you doing it? It's me asking me. And the answer to that is, I am scared. I've read too many articles, I think, and enough to turn me away from them for a couple years. Um, but I am intrigued in the fact that if I did LSD and then I um, um, wrote a children's book, I'm intrigued to see how successful I would become from that. Because I feel like it would unlock this, like, this doorway, this portal, if you will, in my brain that would really, really enhance the novel for the children it would definitely wouldn't be a novel I don't know why I said novel it definitely would just be like a picture book because who are we kidding I don't have the mental capacity to write a novel um and I want that on paper because um yeah I just think that's too much to ask of me I don't know like yesterday not yesterday a couple days ago I tried to make cookies and I was like, oh, I have this, like, almost all the way brown banana. And I have another banana that's almost all the way brown. I want to make banana cookies. So my stupid, stupid ass takes two bananas, mashes them up, and I'm like, okay, let's put some oats in it don't have any oats so I replace it with my granola that I had in a bag so I put granola and banana and then I put oat milk for that oaty taste and then I put peanut butter for the contrast of peanut butter and banana that was my thought process and then I had brown sugar in my kitchen because uh Kirsten had made something with it and I just dashed a little bit of that in there and I was like I am a chef like this is some ratatouki shit um and then I slopped it on the pan in cookie form but it was like literally like like liquid like, it was not cookie dough. And I know what cookie dough should feel like. And I was like, why doesn't it feel like cookie dough? Like, it's banana. Ugh. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I know I didn't do something right. But I'm going to see what happens. Put it in the oven. And it comes out as a slimy patty of banana. And I ate it. And it was, like, not bad. It just tasted like exactly the ingredients that I put in it. You know, like, like you picture what a warmed up, mashed up banana would taste like with peanut butter in it and like sugar and stuff. And it tasted like that. Um, but I'm just telling you this story because I like, I just am trying to force myself to, 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 to think a lot more about maybe like what would happen if I, like what's going to happen in 10 minutes with this situation? 
That's what I need to continuously ask myself because I don't ask myself that and then things like that happen and I'm like, what went wrong? Like 10 minutes later, you know, on Spongebob with Frenchman, 10 minutes later, like, you know, that shit. That's like what happens in my life all the time. It's like, well, that didn't go as planned. Well, that messed up. Guess I should have, guess better luck next time, you know? That's a constant theme for me. I don't know where this started, but I, I do know that it, I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, the mental capacity to write a novel. Can't do it. Can't do it. I probably won't do it. Um, that's something that I can say. Um, but a picture book on LSD, um, would be kind of cool, I think. I think that if you guys would be into that, maybe like my late 30s, that's gonna be my my game plan, my money move. Um, a lot of people have asked me what I'm gonna be doing after school, aka my mom, my grandparents, um, Julian, the man that I'm seeing, who is not, that's not his name, that's not his real name, I just, I haven't asked him if he wants to be disclosed on the podcast, if he wants to come out that he's at, like, I don't want to embarrass him by saying that he's, like, I'm trying to picture it from his point of view, like, would, if I were a normal man who had, like, a good life and a lot of friends, like, he's a cool dude, okay, he has, like, a good life, would I want to publicly come out and say, I am seeing this girl and I'm, I guess he would say that I'm attracted, he's attracted to me, I don't know if that, I mean, I, I, I don't want to speak for him is my main point. Um, from his perspective, I can see why he wouldn't want to publicly announce that. So that's why I'm being really in the closet about this, you know, being in the closet about it. Um, I'm, I'm not gay though. No homo. Um, Julian, what the frick was I saying? Literally, what? I I don't know if you guys have caught up by now in the, what time are we at? 38 minutes and 18 seconds that I've been speaking, but I have severe ADHD and it's like, I can, I can start talking about something and I'm getting kind of heated about it and then ba-bam, like, just a whole nother thing, just a whole nother topic, and then I really, really can't remember what I was talking about. Like, I'm gonna have to pause this, go back and listen, see what I was trying to say, and then continue. So give me one sec. Okay, so I went back and listened to it, which was really painful and has given me, um, it has made my ears ill. I hate listening to myself like that, but it's that's where we're at. So, figured out what, what I was talking about. And uh yeah, what I'm doing after school. I don't I don't know, guys. I don't. Um nobody's really directly like pounded me and hounded me about asking me what I'm doing. Like no one's pressuring me. Okay? I just I feel pressured because I put it on myself. I have a whole year of college left. I just started my my last year. So, like, technically, it's not crunch time yet, but I myself feel like I should know at this point, and I don't. I've had, I'm in this phase where I want to go live at the beach and learn how to surf, um, but I just, I'm imagining myself surfing. It's just, it's comedic, so... 
if I was going to go to, to like the comedy route, you know, do comedy, travel, surf for, for comedy's sake, gather a crowd around on the beach side, the shore side, and say, hey, everyone, I'm learning to surf today. And then they come and gather and they just point and laugh like a Disney Channel original movie, you know? I feel like that's like a Johnny Tsunami scene right there. But, um, yeah, I feel like that could be a future for me. I, I do want to learn how to surf. I'm really bad at skateboarding. Really bad at, I mean, like, I'm okay at longboarding, but anybody can longboard. If you longboard as, like, an activity, I most likely don't want to hang out with you because that just means that you're fine with just riding a board on concrete and I'm one to talk because I can't really do hills on longboards. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm some kind of boarding master. I've already established I'm poor at it, just like most things. But I am saying that if you... I do have an opinion on this. This is something I have an opinion on, okay? Watch out. Um, if you, like, actively are like, I'm gonna go longboard. Like, I probably don't like you. I probably won't like you. Um... And that's mean, I know, but I'm just, I'm being really honest. I'm really open right now about that. Um, I think, I think surfing would be cool. I do. I think that, um, I could live at the beach. I do want to live at the beach. I went on a family vacation this summer to the beach for the first time as like an adult person. Um, and my brother wasn't even with me. So I was just like with my mom and my grandparents and I love them to death. But honestly, like, the fact that I couldn't um, do drugs or alcohol on that trip made it uh, very anticlimactic. I think that I, that was the first time in years that I read a novel all the way through in, like, a day. Um, that was the, that was how that trip was for me. Um, and I think that that's, like, very telling of like a family vacation. I, I don't, I know that they wanted us to just spend quality time together, but um, if I'm going to be at the beach, I want to be fucked up, okay? And I couldn't do that with them because I knew that they'd be like, please God rub your hands on her. Um, and, and that's not something I wanted them to have to say. Uh, that's not something I want anyone to have to think or say ever, ever. Do not rub your hands all over me, please. Um, yeah, I don't know. Somebody's, one of my friend's aunts told her that, that if she had anxiety to just, uh, pray that God's hands will rub on you, um, and your anxiety will be healed and, you know, manifest that. But also like, I don't know if I had anxiety, I don't think that I would want the big guy's hands all over me. I think that would make me more freaked out. Cause like, imagine the size of those hands. Imagine how heavy they'd be, how much pressure you'd feel on your chest, even more so than you already have with your anxiety attack. And if this is triggering any of you and you're starting to breathe heavy and you like need someone to chat with, um, just ask me to rub my hands on you and, and we'll, we'll go from there. Um, surfing would be cool. I, I'm thinking that maybe after school, I'll just, like, move to a beach and 
Maybe I'll do a little bit of prior planning and like set up a place to live. We'll see. I mean, I think that'd be probably best, but I do have a tent now. I do have a Subaru now. Two really good upgrades in my life. Um, I'm honestly glowing up, guys. I have these two really great features about me, so um, sponsor me REI, please. Um, yeah, so I have those two things. I could just I could just do something like that for a while, especially if I'm at the beach in warm weather. Like, I feel like that wouldn't be too bad. I can make it do. I can make it do. Uh, shower at the uh, at the outdoor showers that beaches have. I don't know. I'm being very general with my idea of where I would be camping, but I don't know. I don't know. And then I could get a job like scrubbing boats. At this last trip that I went to with my family, we did go on a dolphin cruise. And um, there was this young guy that was like the, the boat handyman or whatever, like the sidekick, if you will, to the cruise master. Um, the cruise master essentially means that he was steering and like occasionally would say like, there's a dolphin in the, in the microphone intercom thing. Um, but the, the handyman, he was, like, also there to tell dolphin facts. So, I felt like, while I was on that cruise, I was like, I could, I could do this. Like, I feel like he got paid enough to get by so he could live in that cool place. But he did say that his hours were, like, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., which sounds miserable because that means that you were on that dolphin cruise, your entire life like you have no other life because once you get off the dolphin cruise you're off the clock you're not you're not with the people who want to know about dolphins you're not looking and scouting for dolphins you're not with your cruise master who probably is well I don't want to get into that I was gonna say something dirty but I don't think that he was raping him but anyway once you're away from your cruise master and away from the audience, what do you have? You don't have friends. Okay. You only know dolphin facts and you only know humor that surrounds a... That, that circ, circumcises... What the fuck? That circumferences... What am I trying to say? Dolphin facts. You only know dolphin jokes. You're a loser is what I'm basically trying to get at. Um... So, all of this was going through my head. I was like, you know what? I could do this job, blah, blah, blah. Like, the hours are shit. Um, probably wouldn't get paid that much, but at least you have something to do and you can live at this. You don't have to have that much, like, background ability. Like, they'd probably hire me off the spot if I was willing to be like, hey, I'll say dolphin facts all day and entertain a crowd from dusk till dawn and ride on this crusty boat next to some some dolphin bait boats. Yeah, I'll do that. They'd hire me right away. If I had the avail availability... Why can I not speak? The availability for it, I would get the job, you know? But he definitely doesn't have friends. He probably goes out to the bar sometimes and he's like just drinking to to escape almost. It's not like a fun, like, let's go meet my friends for drinks. It's more like, let me go look inside myself and see what's wrong with me. So, I do worry about him. I don't even remember his name. He kind of looked like a Dylan. I pray for Dylan. I worry of Dylan. I, 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 I do. Maybe I should, 
Maybe we should trip together. I feel like maybe if Dylan did LSD, he would understand. But I think we're both scared. Um, anyway. We're both scared. Uh, yeah. That's one plan that I have. I also thought about going back to Bulgaria and seeing the street dogs and cats again. Um and teaching English. That was something that went through my mind. This is an actual plan, guys. This is not some kind of prank, okay? I'm not trying to prank you guys. I'm serious as a heart attack. I want to go back to Bulgaria and possibly teach English um, as a second language, and since I didn't study education at an American school here, um, I can still teach English if I get a certification, um, so um, that's one of my options. It's a very bold option. It's a very big step because, you know, I mean, America is pretty cool. I went through a phase after I got back from Bulgaria where I was like, fuck America. I hate America. It sucks. Everything here sucks. It's the worst country in the world. They're lying to us. Um, and honestly, like, my thoughts now are more, like, neutral about it because, yes, there's some really corrupt things going on here. But there's corrupt things going on everywhere. At least we're not a communist country, okay guys? We have some rights, we have some freedoms, even if there's underlying hidden motives and agendas behind giving us those freedoms. Even if there is some really bad racism still going on, like, yeah, I hate that. But, you know, we also have some good things. Let's talk about some good things that we have. Um, hamburgers. Um funny jokes. We have a lot of good comedians here. We have a lot of good movies, a lot of good com entertainment, our entertainment industry. I mean, we're for sure the entertainment capital of the world, okay? Let's be honest. Every country looks to us when they want a good laugh, and that can mean a lot of things. They laugh at us or they laugh with us. Either way, we're getting laughs, so we have that to look forward to. We can be proud of that. We have good barbecues, we're like really, Americans are so good at barbecuing things. We understand the concept of the mixture of, of a good ice cold beer, um, Luke, Luke Bryan playing in the background, flag waving proudly, um, meanwhile on a boat. We understand that concept and I think that a lot of countries don't, don't get it. Um, the casuality of, of a good barbecue. We have that. Um, what else does America have to offer? We have really good shoe brands. Um, I'm a Chuck, I'm a Chuck supporter. Vans, I think, came from America. So we look, basically, we just always look fly as hell. Like, we have some really good style icons. Um... One thing that is a downside is that we do have James Charles. I think that's one of our our weaknesses, I think, is that we have him. Um, if we could just get rid of him, I think we would be at least, like, a little bit better. It's kind of like, I think the a good comparison for that would be if you're, like, on your phone and you're trying to deal with your storage and you're trying to get rid of things that you really don't need that are kind of pulling you back kind of taking, sucking away the storage you could be using for your nudes. 
and you're like, what should I take away? What's taking up a lot of energy in my phone? Like that I don't really use. Nobody really cares about. And you see the compass app and you're like, this is sucking my data. I don't need a fucking compass. I can just use GPS. You know, like there's just no reason that I have this compass app sucking my data. James Charles is the compass of iPhones. Why is he here? Why? What is he doing? And I'm not saying James Charles should kill himself because that's like a, that's, that's a big thing to say. Like, I would never say that to anyone, not even James. Um, He's being himself, kind of, I think. I think he's being himself. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's being himself, but um, I would never say that to him. So, James, keep living. Um, Don't die. I just think that you should move. I think France would be really good for you. I think France would be cool for you, actually. Um, anywhere in Europe. I have I have only knowledge of that um, area, of that continent for you. Um, I don't I don't know where else you would go, but just not here, please. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm glad that my phase of hating America has gone. I do hate a lot of things about it, but I don't hate living here. So I'm kind of like on the fence about whether I should leave or not. And who knows, maybe I'll just leave for a little bit, see some stuff, come back and be like really aggressively in America for a long time until I die. I also have been thinking about when I die recently, and I don't know that I would want to be wearing clogs in my casket. In fact, I've decided I don't want to be in a casket. Um, I think that when my body is burned, I want to be wearing clogs. That could be any brand of clogs, preferably Birkenstocks, because they're the highest quality brand of clogs. Um, But I'd just like to be wearing them, please. Um, And then just, like, throw my ashes in. I'd like... I'd like a couple ashes to be in a lot of different areas. Um, I think I'm just putting this out there just so that, so that, you know, if something tragic happens sooner than later, that it's already out there. It's already like somebody is going to hear this and be like, oh, this is what she wanted. Um, And then it'll happen. So always, 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 this is advice for everyone always continuously be telling your loved ones, people close to you, um, people at the markets, um, what you want for your death. Because when you're dead, you can't tell people what you want anymore. So I think that you should always be telling people what you want when you're dead. Um, because you never know when it's going to happen. And I feel like it updates a lot. Like it is a software update for you. Like each almost weak, I feel like you end up wanting something different for your death. And you really, it's a very uh, taboo thing to talk about, almost like masturbation or periods. Um, It's like, don't talk about what you want when you die. Like, don't talk about your funeral. That's awful. It's morbid. Well, it's happening. It's real. Janice, it's very real when you die. So talk about it. Tell people. So, as of late, I've been wanting to wear clogs when I die. Um, I probably honestly will be wearing clogs when I die. Those things are super unstable and secure. They're very unsecure shoe. Um, They'll slide right off. Slip and slide right off your tootsie. So, yeah. 
I don't know. I've been up. That's what I've been up to. I think I should end this now. It's kind of been long. Um, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to go. I was going to pretend like I was going to go do something, but I really, I'm not like, I'm just going to be super honest with you. I'm not do. I'm not about to go do anything. I might take a shower, but that's a big old might. Chances are I'll be here for a little bit more. Um, so I, I, if you think that's sad, like, okay, Clearly, you have too much motivation. Some people have too much motivation, okay? Sometimes you just need to just sit, okay? Um, I'm gonna look... Yeah, I'm not fat yet. Um, I just did need to say that as well, because you can't see me. I'm not fat. I don't know if I sound fatter um, than the other episodes. If, like, my mouth is, like, making me sound fatter, maybe it's the saliva that's building up inside that's making me sound like I have more fat on my body. I don't think I do. I honestly feel like I've lost weight, but, you know, whatever. I don't need to explain myself to you. I feel like I have had to explain myself to you all podcasts. Like, you were really, really grinding my gears right now. Like, just let me be, you know? I don't like the aggressive nature that you guys are taking with this. Um, I don't have to explain myself. All right. I do enjoy um, chatting with you because you don't say anything back. It's really awesome, actually. Um, this this mode of communication. I love it. I do. Because absolutely no one is going to argue back with me. You know? That's the beauty of this. So, I hope you that, I hope that you that, I hope that you enjoyed. If you didn't, hmm, I hope it. So, um, have a scrumptious day. Have a scrumptious evening. Um, make good choices. It's a great September. Can't wait for fall leaves to fall and for me to look at them and, yeah. Uh, so, this is super awkward. All right, bye. All right, bye. Oh, so uncomfortable.